Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is another episode of Do You Sweat the Small Stuff? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is a show where we answer your questions and talk with the people who will tell you whether or not you should worry about that. Yeah. Because you probably shouldn't. You don't need to. But sometimes you should. Jonathan, how are you? I'm doing well. Haven't really had much of anything going on, which has been really good. Nice. Uh, We have had some internet problems over at our school. Oh, bummer. But I'm trying not to sweat it. Yeah. Um, The the funniest thing, though, Mm -hmm. uh, and and I think you'll enjoy this one. So we have a sister school. Yep. And it is a school that was built from the ground up. And our school was put into an office building that has then been converted into a school. Mm-hmm. And this new school, they said that it just opened up like three years ago. We've been open for seven years. We've always had internet problems where too many devices get on at once yep. and then the internet completely shuts down. We've been told from many different people that we need more bandwidth. So we got that two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so this year, what we did was we t- took a look at the new school and our school. Yeah. And the IT department at my school said, well, there, there's no way the new school who has more kids and more devices is using up any more than what you are, but they have no problems. Mm. Like you, you we're using too much bandwidth. Mm. So they took a look at it and found out that that school uses a 30 more percent bandwidth than we do, but still somehow hmm. is having a problem. So their thought was must be the modem. But again, this has been a problem for seven years. Wow. So the new modem that we got two years ago is the problem that's been happening mm, for seven years. I see. So my thought is, is that it's an infrastructure problem. Uh, but again, try not to sweat the small yeah. stuff. I don't know. It sounds like you've thought a lot about it. Hey, I've got a couple of things that people probably should be sweating yeah. uh, related to the internet. Okay. Anybody that's got a Yahoo account or or had one and and may not be yeah, sure what happened to it. Nobody uses it anymore. Uh, well, it turns out back in 2013, they got hacked. They oh. only disclosed this hack uh, back in September. And just yesterday, Yahoo announced, oops, 1 billion user accounts accounts info was taken during that hack. So the uh, the passwords were uh, were taken in a, in a way that they were obfuscated, but very easy uh, for any hackers that took them to sort of reverse them and figure out what the passwords were, as well as all the security questions for those accounts. So any security questions that you have on there, uh, they have the plain text answers for. So if you huh. have a Yahoo account, go ahead and log in, change your password, delete your security questions, turn on two-factor authentication, and then do that for every other account you have in the world because you probably reused a password or reused a security question. Pretty scary stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I know we're used to seeing like, oh, another breach, another right. another thing. In this case, uh, 1 billion users, you're probably in that. Yeah, you're so in there somewhere. Whoever's listening, check that out. Yeah. But anyway, I'm excited for our guest today. Me too. Yeah. A little bit of a different uh, change of pace for yeah, us. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. We're going to be, uh, well... I don't want to spoil it, but we're going to be talking about sweat. Actual sweat. Yeah, actual sweat. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, unless there's anything else. Let's get to it. Let's do it. Hi, everyone. I'm Jessica Hinken. I'm Laura Wexler, and we're the hosts of the Stoop Storytelling Series podcast. We are a podcast in which you can hear true personal stories that are sad, happy, funny, itchy. There's no itchy stories. Why did you say sad twice? Because there's... We gravitate towards that. That's not true. It's very fun. You can download us on stoopstorytelling.com or iTunes, and you can also find us at the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. 
right, all you yeah. perspirators, welcome back. We are so excited to be joined Super. in the studio today by Terry Withers. A little bit of a departure for our show. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk today about actual sweating. sweating. Yeah. Terry, how are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. We're excited to have Do you. Do you need a towel? <laughs> no, no. I'm okay. Okay. I'm not sweating okay. right now. Okay. I figure he's the expert. He yeah. Will, uh, he, would, he will let he, us know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Terry, we're going to trust you to take care of yourself in that respect. Is that all right? That's fine. That's okay. fine. Uh, so Terry, you're an expert on human sweating. Yep. Uh, and, and I guess, um, not just that phenomenon itself and sort of the biological aspects, right. but, uh, also like sort of the culture that goes with it. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, my field of study expands past just, uh, when you sweat and how you sweat, but also how others perceive your sweat, how mm. others take in your sweat and then react to it. Wow. Okay. Uh, and now do you mostly work in uh, in a laboratory setting or is this the kind of thing where, uh, you're out in the world, you're doing observations. Yeah. Uh, my, my pursuit isn't, is more than nine to five. So during the day I am in the lab and I'm mm, conducting okay. experiments, but then, um, everywhere I go, everything I do is also part of my work because my work surrounds me. Be impossible for it not to. I guess that's right. right. I mean, you're, you're covered in human skin and that's where perspiration comes yeah. from. Right. Every time I sweat or I'm not sweating, it's data for me to interpret. Baby sweat. Did you know that? Hmm. Oh. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Baby, if you if you cover a baby with blankets, too many blankets, it'll start sweating. Right. Oh, okay. Well, that that's an interesting question. Uh, how early in life does one begin to sweat? So, um, if a baby can sweat, does mm -hmm. a, does a newborn sweat? Uh, can an unborn fetus sweat? Yes, an unborn fetus can sweat. It's very similar to what I call undergarment sweating. Okay. Mm. Right. Uh, because when you're wearing clothes and you sweat, uh, ostensibly it's p to cool yourself off. But how can you say that you're doing that when you're wearing clothes? Absolutely. Right. right. right? So, it, yeah, I guess it's sort of a self-defeating kind of uh, dehydrating thing. Although if you're a fetus in the womb, I guess you're surrounded yeah. uh, by fluid. Right. I'm interested to know. Uh, so so you're, it sounds like your early days of being interested in, in sweat led you into a little bit of trouble. Uh, what At what point did you sort of turn that around and realize I need to get legitimate. I need to make this my, my scientific research. Yeah. I, I think, I think that the work that I did as a young man was legitimate. Uh, I'm sorry. I, sorry to imply. Yeah. That's... No, it, it, it was important work and it led to me to no longer be interested in strenuous sweat. Uh, I'm more interested now in non-strenuous uh, resting sweat, mm. uh, which is the kind of sweat you'd find in an unborn fetus, okay. mm -hmm. the kind of sweat you'd find in a baby that's been covered by uh, layers and layers of blankets. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the kind of sweat you'd find by a human adult wearing uh, too many clothes. Okay. Sure. Why would they do that? Why would they be wearing so many clothes when they're sweating inside those clothes? What's the mm. purpose? Right. Right. It's not to cool down. No. You can't cool down in that right. situation if you think about it. Right. Right. That, the sweat only makes you hotter. Right. Yes. Now that's interesting. Yeah. So we don't normally talk about the, the mechanics of, of sweat. You know, sweating the small yeah. stuff is more of a metaphorical right. title for our show. Mm -hmm. uh, or was that right? Uh, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. never listened Typically. to you. I'm, when I contacted you, I just assumed that this was mostly about the mechanics of sweating. Oh, I'm oh. sorry. Well, yeah. uh, honestly, this is uh, a lovely first for us to have someone on here to, to really like ground people in the reality of sweating so that when we use it as a metaphor... It's you're, much clearer in their right. minds. What well, you're we kidding mean. me. So what do you do? You you talk to people just about like 
tiny things? Uh, uh, I mean, yeah. sometimes they're they're much bigger than than what I would say tiny, but sometimes it's that drop in the ocean. Oh my god! Type thing. Yeah, I think we might. Yeah, we might be walking into another misunderstanding here. When when we say small, we don't mean like physically minuscule right uh, mm-hmm. we we mean like perhaps unimportant in the large scale or right. something that seems important to one individual but might not be important on a, a larger level correct but you don't literally mean don't sweat you don't literally no no, mean no, no, don't no 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 perspire no in fact a lot of our advice like uh, tends to lead people to yeah. to doing work you know to to working on themselves going to the gym uh doing things that would lead them to perspire god this is a waste of my time i thought that i was reaching oh, oh, out no. to i thought that i I, I have to say, after you reached out, I, I did do some research because I like to be prepared for any type of situation that comes up because I don't like to sweat the small stuff right. and, and come up with things like this. So I was, I was very interested in your art fixture show that you were having in New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like you were taking uh, people's shirts and their their garments and actually just framing them with their sweat stains. Yeah. And that seemed like a very interesting concept. And it's been um, it's been showing for about a year and a half now, I saw. Mm-hmm. And, it's doing very um, well. Yeah, and it seems like you rotate out a, a lot of artwork. Is that like an everyday thing, or is it every once in a while? Uh, I, I, I try to rotate the pieces out uh, biweekly. I find that the audience is uh, large enough that if I uh, rotate out every two weeks, um, they're seeing new things Right, right. every time they come by. That's great. And uh, I've always been interested uh, in that exhibit, like wondering how do you select your, your models for that? Like, do, do you see someone on the street and you're like, man, I bet their sweat looks really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, or are you producing a lot of these pieces yourself? I'm, I've always been curious about this. Well, I won't lie. Some of them are mine. Uh, mm-hmm. If I uh, sweat in, a, in what I think is a really interesting way or into a really interesting garment, then I'll uh, frame it and um, add it to the gallery. But most of the pieces are coming from people I've met. If I see someone sweating, I'll introduce myself and I'll start asking them my questions, my, my sweat tent, I call them. I've got 10 standard questions that I ask when someone uh, is sweating in an interesting way. Oh. And uh, oftentimes, uh, people will agree on question 10, which is, can I purchase the item of clothing from you? Yeah. They'll agree, yes. Yes, I can. And that's where they come from. What's the most expensive article of clothing that you purchased? I purchased a woman's evening gown for oh. uh, $750. Wow. Oh, I think I saw that piece. That's on your website, right? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to unload it now because uh, I don't make that much money. Right, yeah. I um, could see that. But it was an important piece to the collection and to my study. Okay. Mm. Which season would you find that the the most sweat is happening right. to you know uh, be beneficial to people? Well, you know, th- 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 that's why I love my field of study because mm. nobody really knows. Okay. Right? No, no one knows when we sweat the most. <laughs> the, the obvious answer is summer. Right. Right. It feels like we sweat the most. Sure. But I kind of was sort of testing you a little bit before because I was was saying, you know, what do we sweat for? Right. And I wanted to see if how you'd react to that. Mm, What's what's behind our sweat? I would say to you that we might sweat just as much in the winter as we do in the summer. Hmm. And why would that be? I would think if if I could go, Marty, please, uh, I I feel like in the wintertime, there's a lot more exertion when it comes to like shoveling snow, Mm -hmm. at least up here on the East Coast. And and then also you're probably doing a little bit more running because you're you're attempting to warm up yourself um, because it is so cold. Mm. Do you do you do that? Do you run to warm yourself up? I I like my car. I tend to try to run before I get into the car so that I'm warm, so I don't have to mm. start it up and leave my keys in the 
car before mm. uh, I, I'm ready to go. Because at that point, anybody walking down the street is just going to come and take it. I don't have a spare key, so I have to leave the car door unlocked. Uh, right. What do you do in the morning? Uh, so what I do is, uh, well, what I used to do mm. was turn my car on, mm-hmm. go back into the house, get dressed, get changed as the car's warming up, right. and then go back out and get to my car. Uh, and I'd have to say the 532 times that I've done that, uh, every time the car's been there. But I'm always worried about that one time. That one time, yeah. Uh, but now what I'm doing is instead of getting the car started uh, before I go out there, I'm on the treadmill, I'm, I'm on the stepper, mm-hmm. I'm running through the house just trying to find something that I've misplaced. And I put air quotes over that because I'm hiding it myself right. the night before. Uh, and then just trying to forget where I put it. So that my body is warm and ready to get into the car so that way i'm not putting my car in jeopardy right and then just dealing it with that way so i'm confused so you so what you do now is you don't turn your car on no you warm up your own body Body, correct to the point where you're sweating correct i warm up my internal vehicle so that i don't have to put my external vehicle in harm's way oh my god i've never heard that before i've never i've never in all my interviews i've never encountered someone who does that oh hmm so how long do you turn the heat on in your car? When Not you anymore, because at that point I'm just miserable. Because you're so hot. Yeah, I'm so hot. I'm really miserable. Mm. Um, a lot of my students can sense the irritability because I've been doing it. I've lost about three pounds, though, in the last uh, two months that I've been doing it. Nice. Um, so that's been exciting. Yeah. How, how hard do you run? Not that hard. Uh, no. I am a... No, <laughs> no? sorry. Uh, as you can see, I I am what you would call... Uh, a jelly donut. I don't think I would use those words. No, no that's not very okay. nice. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, I like to look at it as, like, I don't have a six-pack, but I have a donut. I'm round, and I got a, you know, a nice center. Hmm. And then that's just that's just how I see myself. I don't sure. think negatively of myself. But I am a jelly donut, and sometimes that, like a good jelly donut, sometimes after the first three bites, you need to sit down. But after about the first three steps, mm-hmm. three uh, minutes of anything, I, I need to sit down. I mean, watching cops sometimes gets my heart rate a little mm. up, but you know, three pounds feeling good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, what you're what you're telling me is blowing my mind. I, 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 do you know anyone else who does this? No, I got the idea from watching infomercials of people exercising in their home, mm. uh, and then after that infomercial was usually a car commercial, and I thought, right. huh, maybe there's some sort of connection there. Yeah. Uh, well, and I think some of this goes back to when we were talking a lot about uh, fossil fuels. Right. Remember, we had a lot of people writing in with, should I get a hybrid or an electric? I'm worried about you know supporting nations that support terrorism, right. or it's just getting expensive. That might have been on your mind as well. A little bit, but also cars are not cheap, and I also don't need to lose my car. My neighborhood sometimes can get really rowdy, and I just mm. don't want to lose my car. Hmm. Fair. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that just goes to show you, right? I mean, that wouldn't be a... That's not a story that I um, was considering Mm. when I was asking, you know, when when do you sweat more? Right. The winter or the summer. So that's a whole ton of sweat. Yeah. That's happening that I wasn't even considering. Well, I mean, I feel like everyone's life is a little bit different. But to go back to the wintertime, though, I definitely shovel a lot of snow here in Baltimore. So I'm I'm working up a, a sweat. And sometimes yeah. I'm confused about why it's so cold outside, the, the sweat's coming. But I also assume it's about the amount of layers of clothes that I have on. Right. The jacket and the warmth of that. And, yeah. and then the exertion of the, the muscle strength that I, I have. Would you do something similar in the in the summer? Would you cool yourself off in some fashion? 
inside prior to going to your car to the point where you're so cold you don't need to turn the AC. Your car on. does right. get sweltering. It it does. No, uh, the process that I do when it comes to trying to cool down to get in, I take two ice packs. And I just rub them on my face real quick Mm -hmm. uh, just to get my cheeks a little bit rosy and have that, you know, cool air. I put an ice cube in my mouth Mm -hmm. and then I dart out to the car. And then what I do is I turn the car on, turn the AC up and then put the windows down and then immediately just drive 60 miles an hour down a hill Mm. um, to get all that heat out as fast as I can. Uh, usually I have spit the ice cube out before I get into the car because mm-hmm. uh, I'm just not sure. Like, I'm afraid of choking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't oh, and you don't do like that. chewing ice, right? I Well, I don't really chew ice. I, I, I destroy ice. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy ice, though. But that's how I that's how I stay cool in the car. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's, you must know that that is unusual. No, I feel like that's, I mean, I've been doing it's been your habit for a while. Yeah, so I I don't, I don't consider it to be that unusual. To, uh, just, you don't consider it to be unusual to rub ice against your cheeks until they're rosy? What's the purpose of that? What's the purpose of that part? The purpose of that part is to also get my face ready for the ice cube to go in and i feel like it sort of makes it into a freezer-esque situation Mm -hmm. to keep that ice cube a little bit cooler so that it doesn't melt immediately because it can get sweltering here in baltimore and it's it's sometimes scary how hot it can get and as soon as you pass that shaded area and you're into the sun you're done and 10, 20 seconds. Hmm. You're telling me that you rub ice cubes against your cheek in no, order? I rub ice packs on my cheek. Ice packs? Yes. That way it's not melting onto my face. It's just a cool, like, plastic against it. Like like ice packs that athletes would use? Um, I would think so. I mean, probably for their lunch boxes and stuff. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, they're like the lunchbox yeah. ice packs, like you would use to, to pack a soda for uh, a child a going sandwich. to school. Yeah. Okay. All right, you rub those against your cheek. Yes. In order to reduce the temperature of your mouth by by what? By how much? I I, I have never put a thermometer in my mouth. You don't put afterwards. it in your mouth. You don't put the ice packs in your mouth. No, 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 no. On the outside. But I've never had like one of those mm-hmm. heat guns that also detect how much temperature your meats are when you're cooking. Yeah, the Ford, that, yeah. Ford-looking infrared. Right. Yeah. So, right. like, I, I've never done that, but I could, I could try that next summer. How do you know? How do you know it keeps the ice cube in your mouth longer? Because it's still almost a whole ice cube when I spit it out before I get into the car. I see. Mm. Yeah. Whereas before you were doing this. Yeah, before this, it was, uh, well, I mean, technically it all happened all at once. So I've never mm-hmm. had that opportunity to mm-hmm. try it. You don't really know. I don't really know. No, sorry. Mm-hmm. I always thought this was just a new thing that car owners did. I haven't owned a car in a few years. You so. haven't. No. Yeah. You just, uh, You thought this was normal? Uh, well, you know, once you check out of car culture, it's easy to forget. It all slips away really fast. Mm-hmm. At least it, it has for me. Great. Well, you know what? It about that time. Oh, yeah. To play everybody's favorite game, all you perspirators out there. Is it getting hot in here? It's getting hot in here. So let's answer your questions. That's right. We have folks writing in all the time for advice on situations in their life that maybe are a little sticky, uh, maybe something they don't want to face, or or maybe they're the one in the wrong. Right. They're worried that they're sweating the small stuff. Heck yeah. Uh, Jonathan, what do we have this week? So we asked everybody on our Facebook and Twitter pages that we have to ask the the simple question of anything you have when it comes to your office parties. We're getting around that that wonderful time of the year where office parties are happening. And sometimes there's those little things that 
can really ruin an entire party that oh, yeah. you you need some support in. So we got a few. Um, so if everybody's ready, are we good? Yep, to yeah, go? let's okay. dive in. So uh, I got this one email from Sherry T. Mm-hmm. Um, and her question is pretty simple, and it's every every party uh, sometimes at the the office spike in the punch. Mm. Um, and sh- her her specific question was. She's not the one spiking it, but she knows somebody is. Right. Should she bring her own punch or should she just relax? This is a question for me. It's for everybody, but if yeah, oh, for Terry, if you want to, yeah, go, if you've yeah, got an Terry, answer, go please. I uh, I don't have a, a great answer on that. Okay. Um, I'd say if you really want to have spiked punch, you should bring your own. Yeah, nice. It's important yeah. to you. Yeah, I felt yeah. I felt a little confused by the dichotomy there. I think if. Uh, if you're ever unhappy with the beverage options at a party, I think uh, you know it's it's always okay, okay to, to bring your, your own. own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Un- unless someone's actually like holding a, a cocktail party to make you right. drinks, then it's a little rude. Yeah, and but any holiday party. Yeah, any any holiday party, and honestly, like if if boss man isn't saying anything and hasn't said anything in the last couple of years, just go for it. Yeah, you know, don't 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 sweat that. All right. Hmm. Uh, well, I've got one here from uh, Sal J, who says, uh, I'm in charge of all of the office equipment around here, and that includes the copier. Uh, Every year, I seem to be at war with folks that think it's funny to get on the copier and make copies of their butts. Not since the 80s. Drunken, making out on the copier during the Christmas party. I can't tell you how many glass plates I've repaired. Do I need to escalate, or should I just not sweat this? What's it, this, uh, this? So this is like one of your standard. Que- this is like a normal question that you would get every week. It's pretty normal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, huh. people uh, have all kinds of expectations about how they would like their lives to go, yeah. and other folks don't uh, necessarily live up to those or act in a way they would expect. And we try to help uh, our listeners figure out: um, is there something that they could be doing differently, right. or is there something that they should change internally about their expectations? I feel unqualified to answer this because I've broken a few copiers, not from doing what uh, this man's complaining about, but oh, uh, uh-huh. I have broken a few copier plates. But I would say don't sweat it. Okay. That's your job. That's true. That's yeah. fair. Right. I mean, that that's uh, repair time is time they're right. getting paid for, right? Yeah. And I, I also feel like there's probably a lock to that room. You could just lock it. You would think Sal would have tried that. Yeah. I, I'm going to assume that Sal is on their game and okay. they've, they've tried locking the door. You know, office parties, for all we know, it could be the CEO of the company. And and guys, like, seriously, that hasn't been cool since the 80s. Let's just cut it out. Like, you can... (laughs) Was it cool? It was cool in the 80s? Well, I mean, I shouldn't shouldn't say that it was cool in the 80s, as I was not born... uh, I I was born in the 80s, just not lived in the 80s as as long as many people have. But uh, having looked at historical documents such as 80s movies, mm-hmm. Pretty in Pink, 16 Candles, I feel like those are th- those were things that were childishly done then. Yeah. Is there a scene like that in, in Pretty in Pink? To be honest with you, they all flow together. Yeah. I assume there was. Uh, Molly Ringwald, I think, smacked somebody uh, in the face because, damn it, like she is a national treasure. She shouldn't have to be put up with that. That's true. But seriously... Guys, stop making out on the copier. Find a chair. There are enough chairs that you could be doing whatever you need to do with. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Wow. Bold statement. Well, Jonathan, maybe you need to let this one go. I don't know. I don't. You're not going to. Sorry. I don't think you're going to change hearts and minds with that kind of a message. Find a different place to sit. Okay. There are things built for it. You're very passionate about this. You have a lot of thoughts about this. I have a lot of thoughts. And this may be something we need to bring up next week. 
Uh, I hate okay. to take time, but like seriously, like what? Could, do you mind if I dig into this just a little bit? We've really tapped into a vein here. I think what when you say that they all blend together, yes, and I assume you mean eighties movies, eighties movies, yeah. Uh, you do you have a memory of Molly Ringwald being involved in a scene? Where someone's yes. taking a photocopy of their butt and, and that breaks the photocopy? Yes. So here's what my uh, memory bank of Pretty in Pink is. Mm. Um, what we have is Molly Ringwald is being placed on top of a copier. She's um, she's the daughter of a single dad, right? I, I, I think in that so. Movie. I, think I think that's right. Like yeah. Her dad so is, yeah. He, she is placed on top. Uh, then a man in a hat and has a whip comes over no. and removes that's her. Clearly that's clearly in Indiana that's Jones' wrong. character, yeah. That's, that's Indiana Jones, a different... They all blend together. It's I'm completely sorry. unrelated series. Indiana Jones? You have a memory of Indiana Jones putting Molly Wernick No, I don't remember Indiana Jones on It's there. a man with a whip? I, I remember... And a hat. Yes, and a, a man hat. with a, a hat and whip. He's clearly describing Indiana Jones. Is he I wearing get... a leather jacket? No, but but I mean, like I could finish like a... the scene, like if if everybody will just oh, have okay. me for a second. Sorry. sorry. So as as soon as right, the man with thing. yeah, he comes over, he takes the piece of paper away. Molly Ringwald is like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm just getting my work." So as he leaves, a man comes in and says, "Marty." We got a problem. Uh, the flux capacitor. Okay, that's and, that's a Back to the Future reference. Or, see, they all flow together. I'm really sorry. Yeah. They just they just all one, roll together. One of those is a teen coming of age identity movie. One of those is just a a, a romp writing action flick series, okay. and and the other is uh, sort of another coming of age film, but having to do with taking responsibility okay. and adulthood. None all I those, know is I think is that feature. Molly Ringwald at the end smacks that one person. Uh, it was like an elderly woman, and then the boy pulled up his shirt and shook a little bit. Okay, that's uh, the Goonies. None of those movies had a copier scene in them. I'll say this: your description it. of '80s culture sounds like a nightmare. Sounds like a like it a, was guys. a nightmare scape. And that's why, thank God, I was born in '88 and uh-huh. got to just live out in the '90s. Wow. Well, folks, I think that's going to do it for Is It Getting Hot in Here? And uh, we're, we're running close to time. Mm-hmm. But uh, Terry, is there anything that our audience should know uh, about your upcoming work? Any new exhibitions or any ways that they could get involved? I, You know, I, I, I have such a specific message that I wanted to get out to people today. And I feel like I failed. I think I failed before I even got here. This is the wrong audience. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I think no audience is the wrong audience. No, for is, what I wanted to yeah, say, this, I think is, this is probably the wrong audience. Because uh, I had a okay. very technical distinction that I wanted to make about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. resting sweat versus uh, active sweat. Right. And um, your listeners are not, from what I've heard, they're just not interested in that. So I, I feel like I wasted my time today, and and I'm that's that's that. my fault. I should have done better research. You know what? I wouldn't sweat it. Yeah, don't sweat it. Okay, that's uh, that's not the kind of advice I'm looking for. But thank you. It's the kind thank of you. advice we give out here. That's mm. right. Do you ever tell people? I'm sorry to waste more of your time, but not do you ever tell people to sweat it? Oh yes, yes, you do. Uh, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like yes. someone's like, I haven't, I don't have health insurance. Sweat that. Just go ahead and sweat that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My brother is torturing and killing our pets. Like, sweat that. Yeah. Deal with that. Oh, my you know? God. Did you have a question like that? We did. Yeah. 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 Huh. Well, it sounds like a great program. Well, thank you. Thanks, uh, thank, thank you for being on. Honestly, I, I learned a lot today. Yeah, I, did too. I would like to hope that our listeners did as well. Uh, while we mostly focus on the metaphor, 
I think it's important to focus on the facts as well. I, I would love to. Um, I have a very long document that I'd like to send you okay. to uh, go through and read. Okay. And if you wanted to take some of the message uh, to your listeners, that'd be great. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I see. I don't see any reason why not. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. Take it. Take it into the sauna yeah. as uh, some light sauna reading. Hmm. Uh, all right, folks. That's been Terry Withers. We'll be right back after this. Hey, everybody. This hey, is Marty. And Jonathan. And we have an exciting announcement. Coming up on December 31st, the last day of 2016, We Have to Ask is doing a live podcast event. We are going to have a special guest with us, Heather Moyer of the Baltimore Improv Group. So exciting. And it is going to be one of the best things that we have had an opportunity to do. We're going to be with the Digression Sessions, yep. and we are going to be with Peak Sloth Network's own Hobo Radio. Yeah, so come on out. It's uh, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. on December 31st at the Single Carrot Theater. You can find out more online on our website, wehavetoask.com, at peaksloth.com, and on Facebook. Look for Peak Sloth. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Hey, I'm really sorry. I didn't know. Oh, no. Um, I thought I've seen a lot of 80s movies, but I guess I haven't. Jonathan, it's it's fine. Uh, look, if you if you did see them, you probably saw them when you were really young. Yeah. And, and memory doesn't, you know, it doesn't work like people think it does. Everything's not an episode. It's yeah. all just things that, that flow together. Honestly, the movie you described is a perfect mashup of the 80s. It sounds hilarious. I would watch it. Yeah, I would too. I, you and know what? Not? I'm going to let that, as long as I get a, an executive producer credit, if you want to take that idea and run with it, please do. No, oh, I really appreciate that. I'm not in any position to take on a filmmaking project, but I appreciate it. No, I was saying that to the world. Are. Oh, I understand. Yeah. Uh, well, you heard it here first, folks. If you would like to be the one to take on Jonathan's Ultimate 80s Movie Mashup. Future uh, Candles. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Future Candles. Well, you know what? I I feel like we let our guests down uh, a little bit by not being the uh, not having the right audience. and. I, I don't. I don't know how to feel about that. We did our research. He chose not to. I think I I'm going no to choose to not sweat this one. Good, because you know what? I love our audience, and I he think didn't they even love sweat. us. While he was in here, yeah. No, it was really weird, right? Yeah, yeah. Because the heat is up. I mean, I don't. For for folks that don't know, we record in in a small carpeted room on yep. the top floor uh, of a uh, building, yeah, and, building, and they, yeah. the heat comes right up here. I am constantly shedding layers of clothes between mm-hmm. takes, uh, just because. Whew, like it gets toasty, especially with three people boxed yeah. up in here. He didn't sweat and he barely blinked. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it was weird. Anyway, other than uh, that, I enjoyed the episode. I would like to, I was hoping to learn more uh, about sweating, the mechanics of it, the why, the ways and the whys, but uh, that'll have to wait for uh, another episode, I guess. He didn't even want to buy my shirt. I am looking forward to reading his uh, journal article. Good luck with that. Yeah. If you want to find a text-to-speech app that I can use to just listen to it, I'll listen to it. It's it's very long. Okay. Yeah, you might need like a whole road trip coming up to work through it. I can make one up. Okay, that's fair. Uh, well, let's see. What do we have going on next week? Next week, it is the holiday season. And that's so right. one of the things that people like to sweat over a lot is re-gifting and returning oh, gifts. Yes. So we're doing the... The, the gift exchange that's episode, right. and it's going to be interesting. How, yeah, how are you, you know what? It's, uh, that's probably going to be an all-audience questions episode because, yep. uh, you know what? Has, as much as you can cover any of these one topics, it's all going to come down to your personal situation. Yep. And so, actually, yeah, we want to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, we want to hear from uh, you. Hit us up on our website, wehavetoask.com, or on our Twitter or Facebook at We Have to Ask. Mm-hmm. And let us know, uh, hey, what's what's coming up that you're worried yeah. about? Is there a particular gift that uh, you would like to re-gift and get rid of? 
Are there particular gifts you're dreading giving out or receiving? Uh, and and are there particular uh, relatives or friends whose gifts you normally do have to find yeah, a way to of, yeah. pour into the plant and walk away? Uh, we'd love to find out. So let us know online. Thanks all so much for listening. We wouldn't do this podcast without you. We love you. Uh, so keep listening. Keep talking to us online. And until next time, this has been another episode of Do You Sweat the Small Stuff? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, go and brush your shoulders off. See you all next time. This has been another episode of Do You Sweat the Small Stuff? We'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Herbie Lobsters. And thanks to Skies and Chaos for the use of our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes, and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehavetoask.com or on Twitter or Facebook at We Have to Ask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peaksloft Network at peaksloft.com. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio. A weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network.